Sean. Mike. What is this, a crossover episode? The music plays. I don't even know what the music's going to be. Whatever. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Is This, a crossover episode. I am Mike, and with me today is Sean. Hello, Sean. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. This is a BoJack Horseman podcast, and full disclosure, it is September 20th, 2022. (laughs) The last time we recorded an episode for this was in July. Uh, So you're hearing this sometime probably in October, if everything's gone to plan, but... It, uh, this episode might have a completely different tone from the other ones. Who yeah. knows? Uh, today I'm, we are. Oh, no, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was. I'm kind of expecting probably around season two the podcast will hopefully come together a little more. And that's a large expectation, Sean. I I, I think that uh, you should always expect this podcast to change episode by episode. Yes, <laughs> as I think we so Figure too. it out. I, I think so too. Kind of like the tone of the first season of BoJack Horseman. Huh? See what I did See, there? Exactly. Uh, Anyway, we are covering today the episode Live Fast, Diane Wynn, which is a, a pun on Live Fast, Die Young. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, I just um, got that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the fifth episode of season one of BoJack Horseman. And uh, But before we get into how we felt about the episode, Sean, <laughs> we have to look back on what happened on this the day this episode released. <laughs> August 22nd, 2014. Okay. Uh OnThisDay.com has us covered here. First of all, uh, Kamala Harris, current vice president <laughs> of the United States of America, the 49th U.S. vice president, uh, married lawyer Douglas Ermoff in Santa Barbara, California. Congrats to them. I hope they're still married. I have no idea. Uh, the number one song in the U.S. was Rude by Magic. And in the U.K., it was Am I Wrong by Nico and Vince. Don't know that one, but I know I know Rude. It's yeah, a good song. Yeah, I know song. Rude. It's a good song. Um, the star sign, I don't know if I've ever talked to this before. Star sign's Leo. Okay, okay. And the Chinese Zodiac is Horse, which... Ooh, yeah, that makes sense. Which, that's crazy. <laughs> they released the first season of BoJack Horseman in the Chinese Zodiac of Horse. Think about maybe, that. Maybe they adjusted the Chinese Zodiac to, to Just match for up BoJack. with this. Yeah. <laughs> And then finally, uh, the second Ebola death in Nigeria, Africa's most populated country. Okay, so live fast. I really, I really want win. by the end of the first season to people for people to listen to this podcast and like say it with you. Yeah, chant it with me. Yeah. The second Ebola death in Nigeria, <laughs> Africa's most populated country. They say it along. They're I walking in a grocery store and somebody's like, "What the fuck did you just say?" <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah they're listening to it on their AirPods yeah. at work. They get fired. Don't, don't get fired. Don't get fired over this podcast. Yeah, That's don't get a fired terrible idea. From your 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 sitcom. Yes. So, Sean, how did you enjoy this episode of BoJack Horseman? I enjoyed the A plot of this episode a lot. Uh, the B plot might have might be my least favorite B plot so far. Wait, 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 wait. By A plot, you mean Boreana's house, right? Because that is the plot of the show, is Boreana's house. Uh, okay, I'm kidding, here's obviously. The thing. I'm kidding, okay, obviously. Okay, okay, here's the thing. I'm young. Who's David Boreanaz? That's the point of the joke, Sean. Is it? Okay, okay. The whole time they're going, 
he's on burn notice, maybe? Oh, like yeah, the, yeah, That's yeah. the point of the, the joke is David Boreanaz is probably his most famous role, if I'm uh, if I'm correct on this, was Angel in the spinoff to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Okay. That's like what he's known for. He okay. also, uh, for our purposes, Sean, believe it or not, voiced Leon in Kingdom Hearts 1. You almost said Squall. I almost did, but his name's Leon. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, crazy. He, I, I have his IMDb pulled up. He's known for Angel, Bones, Valentine, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What is Valentine? I don't know. It's some movie from 2001. Okay. Um, well. he, he was also in a new TV series called Seal Team. Mm, my grandparents watched that. Okay, so they know, they know David B. Let's see. What else is he in that I've heard of? Not a lot. <laughs> he was King, in an episode King, of Family Guy. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. The Buffy um, the Vampire Slayer video game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's probably mostly known for Bones, is my guess. He was in 245 episodes of Bones yeah. for 12 years, you know? I remember uh, Bones. I didn't watch yeah. any of it. But the joke is that he's someone that people know, like, name-wise, but they don't know why. Okay, okay. You know, that that's the bit, is they're like, I really loved him on, I want to say Bones? <laughs> you know, like, that. that's yeah. that's the bit. And and I like the bit in in the B plot. We'll just we'll just touch on the B plot plot real quick since you yeah. don't really like it. But I like um the this is the start of Todd's shenanigans arc. Okay. Where he just has this arc where he's just up to shenanigans, and I think it lasts the rest of the show. But he's just he's just up to shenanigans that he he gets in over his head every time. But I like the um gag with Bojack him reading the letter from Bojack. Yeah. In Bojack's voice, and then later seeing the picture, and then putting the smothering it with the Boreana's face. I thought that was funny. I liked that. I do. I didn't really write anything down from. I, I do like Boreana's house, but you're right. It's kind of a weak B plot because I didn't even write down anything from it. All my things I wrote down were from the A plot. I wrote some stuff down from it, but like the things that were, I the, the parts that I really liked and like really got chuckles out of me. Princess Carolyn jumping out of the window was funny. Yep, she always um, lands on her feet. Yeah. Uh, I really liked Mr. Peanut Butter not realizing that it's Bojack's house. Yep. I also Classic. thought, I was like, he says a patented hug, crunchy and creamy. I'm like, what? Well, what? And then Diane's like, you, that patent didn't go through. Yeah, yeah. But I, I want to know what that <laughs> means still. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't think you'll ever know. And I, I also liked that uh, they we they reminded us that, hey, those birds are still trying to blackmail Bojack. Yep. Yep, and everything they do fails. Yeah. Uh, also, I love the koala, who's from Australia. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was a, that was a good bit. I liked that. Uh, yeah, it it, it is just def- the Mila Kunis standing in the kitchen with a shirt on that says Black Swan. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. just some bits in there that are a little 2014, right? A little bit, yeah. But it, it's it's I still think it's a it's an okay B plot, but I get why you would be more attracted to the A plot, which is what we're going to talk yes. about now, which is um. Diane and Bojack flying to meet with their book publisher, Pinky, played by Patton Oswald. I mean, frame one, by the way, this is off to a great start. Like, <laughs> first of all, Airbud International Airport. Yep. Very funny. And I also really liked the airline workers, like, flying off in, like, a formation, <laughs> like they're birds. <laughs> I thought that was funny as well. Yep. I agree. I agree. That that that's one of those little like connective tissue bits where they have some kind of animal pun in there that's just golden, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but we find out Diane's father passes. Yes, and um, 
she has to go home and visit and she, she she seems unbothered by this and she'll take Bojack with her to work on the book a little bit to you know get spend some more time with him. Diane's brothers are incredible. <laughs> they're so, okay. they're Vietnamese but they're from Boston. And they talk like that. Like they talk like the the Boston accent and and it, they're incredible. I I love them. So, uh, so do they naturally have blue hair then? Cuz they all have blue hair. I think the idea is that the hair is black, but in order to make it pop, they highlight it with blue. Just that's that's an animation thing they do okay. for them. So I don't think they're supposed to have blue. It's just um, black. If they if they made it all black, it wouldn't. It would look more cardboard and not real. Okay. 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 That you makes know what sense. I mean? it's, yeah. it's an artist technique. Because I was yeah. I was looking at that and I was like, wait, they all have it? Okay. Okay. Uh, I I I love the bit that like. So uh, the bit unfolds slowly, but that he's watching the same game over and over again. He's yeah, like, the, hey, 80, the 86 uh, World Series, which is, um, I don't know how much you know about baseball, which I don't know a ton, but I know yeah. the 86 World Series because um, the the infamous error by Buckner that cost them the game. And if you know anybody from Boston, they will fucking talk your <laughs> ear off about this fucking game. So it's it, it, it they're really just full of very like cliche boston things like the way people from the outside see boston right yeah what i think is funny about this bit like you get a lot of people that are like oh they keep watching or or you get a lot of media like the trope of like they keep watching the same game and but usually it's like and this is the part where he does the badass like pass you know or whatever and i think the reveal that they keep watching a game where they lose over and over and over again is really funny well, I like that they they go, and how many times does Buckner break your heart? One hundred yeah. times. Like, and I love that Diane slips into this Boston accent from time to time. Yeah, because uh, Allison Bree does a great job with it because that's very real to life. Like you, you know, mm-hmm. if you move somewhere from where you've lived your whole life, and then you go home, you're gonna slip back into the accent you had when you lived yeah. at home. You know. Yeah. And it just has, so happens that theirs is just this super obnoxious Boston accent. Some of my favorite things they said: "Wicked departed." Yeah, that was great. Yeah, Pops is pop- wicked departed. Pops is wicked departed. <laughs> and then I like the um. The reveal that the dad is sitting there in, on dude, ice, dude. and she goes, "Did you draw balls on his face?" And he goes, "He goes, yeah. That's before we thought he was dead. We just thought he was wicked hungover." And then the black sheep goes, "In your face, pops. Okay. In your face forever." Like so, that. so, so, you just glossed over this, but the black sheep, not just like the black sheep of the family, like they're adopted, right? We we find out that this character right. is adopted. It's literally a black sheep. Right. They 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 set you up for the joke by saying, well, no, Gary's the black sheep. He's adopted. And you're thinking, oh, he's the black sheep because he's adopted. No, he's literally a black sheep. Yeah. Yeah. I which uh, well, I, I really liked when they were like, like all the jobs going to the immigrants. And Diane's yeah. like, we're immigrants. <laughs> and they're like, we're as American as foe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, they're just very funny is what I was going to say. They're like everything they say is very like they talk about Jeter and yeah. A-Rod and uh, the Yankees and, the, you know, just stuff that's like so like stereotypical, like Boston bullshit, you know, um, my and favorite I, uh, being when Bojack meets them and he's like telling them all these stories because they're enamored with Bojack yes. as a celebrity. And the, he tells them that he ate grapes with Ben Affleck. And the exchange is, Ma, did you hear that? Ben Affleck eats grapes. He don't eat grapes. Bojack said he fed him grapes. 
<laughs> Graping it up with the dead devil himself. This is the best day of my life. I fucking, I forgot about that line and I fucking cackled when I was watching it because it's so fucking stupid, but it's so funny, dude. I also just love that they're like, they're stuck in the past. And I think in so many ways, in terms of like the baseball game and most importantly, like being excited by Bojack, like when Bojack walked in, I was like, these people would be excited to meet Bojack because oh, for sure. they're so stuck in the past that to him or to them, he is still like a star. You know, they don't realize that he's super washed up or whatever. Right. And I, I think that attention to detail is is really good. Um, I agree. I agree. But also these people are awful. They're terrible. And these you are- you you understand why Diane did not want to come back and why she doesn't like it's believable that she did not care that her father died, you know? As they unfold the story of how they catfished her, my heart was like wrenching for Diane. I felt yeah. so it's like like 6 months and then they hired a homeless guy to come take her to pr- like it's oh it's really messed up you you feel and Diane kind of almost no sells it in the moment when they they show oh, the yeah. video she's kind of just like well my therapist says this anyway we got to go cuz she's still trying to push forward cuz she knows mm. she's the only one that will do something she's the only yeah. one that will um give her father that funeral and they um so they they go to meet with the funeral director who's a maggot Maggot and Sons. Okay, so it was a maggot. I was like, yeah. what? Okay, okay. The name of the funeral uh, parlor was Maggot, maggot and, Sons. and Sons. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's what a fucking, what a, what a choice for the funeral <laughs> director. I, I, I want you to know I'm on IMDb like I am every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, they have the goofs section. Yeah. And someone put factual error. Bob Maggot is an adult <laughs> male fly, but has the body of a maggot. Adult flies have eyes, six legs, two wings, and a different shaped body. <laughs> Thank you, IMDb. Just, just in case you wanted to know what a maggot looks like. Also, his name is Bob Maggot? Yeah. Like like Bob Saget? But, I mean, I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's that was their intention. I think they just kind of said Bob's a name, right? And it just kind of it just kind of happened, you think? Yeah, I I, th- I think oh. they just said Bob Maggot and they were like, "Haha," you know. <laughs> I could be wrong though on that one. I don't. I don't think there's any connection in the episode that would make you think of that. But in my yeah. head, immediately when you said Bob Maggot, all I could think of was Bob Saget. I gotta tell you, spoilers. I don't think Bob Maggot returns. I, I I could be wrong. Maybe he does later. I I I don't remember. Is this the is this the first time that we in the B story? I didn't mention this, but this is the first time we've met Officer Meow Meow Fuzzy Face. I think so. I don't remember okay. him at least. Officer Meow Meow Fuzzy Face is, you're going to get a lot of Officer Meow Meow Fuzzy Face, so I hope you're excited for that. I, I he's, am. He's great. I don't want to break your heart. I don't really care if I see Bob Maggot again. No, that's fine. You okay, know, okay. I, I was just telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not some big Bob Saget connection there or something. No, unfortunately. Is Bob yeah. Saget in this show in some form? I feel like he's got to be at some point, right? Because, like, I guess that don't just, tell me. But like that seems like a Bob Saget thing to do, isn't it? Especially since this is so full housey in terms of like the show, like yeah, no, I I don't I couldn't even if you wanted me to answer that I couldn't because I don't remember. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think I don't think about Bob Saget that often. You don't? Um, no. So anyway, back to back to the story. Uh, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Um, uh, I think about Bob Saget a lot. They set up. They set up the funeral, and um, sure enough, 
no one shows up, not even the body itself. And I like the Bob Maggot says, I sent my goons to yeah. pick up the body, but no one was home. Would you like to check out our loner closet? Well, specifically, he says, we can scrounge up another body for yeah. you. Would you like to check out our loner closet? And I just. That's uh, that's very good. I like that line yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, what they did to the dad is insane. <laughs> so they turned him into chum so they can. And I quote. <laughs> Splash it in Derek Jeter's fat face. So who's Derek Jeter? Oh my God, Sean. Derek Jeter is probably the most prolific New York Yankee of the last 20 years. Okay. He's he's the Kobe Bryant of baseball. Okay. He's he's been he was a big deal for the Yankees for a long time. And he was close to the end of his career when this happened i believe i, I want to say he played a couple more years maybe but okay he he's you know he's prolific um in and so he's the enemy of red sox fans right yeah yeah because the yankees and the red sox right i do think it's funny at the end the chum spills <laughs> and Derek jeter's helping an old woman across the street because they're like oh see Derek jeter's not bad but then when she gets hit he steals her purse and <laughs> yeah. runs yeah. for some reason uh in real life Derek jeter is like a multimillionaire, so i don't think okay. he would i don't Do think that, he would steal her but... purse but it's still funny he was voiced right in the episode did he say anything i can't remember he said yeah he said i'm always willing to help um the elderly no matter if they're a yankees fan or not was that Derek jeter uh, it was not. It okay, was disappointing. It was Chris Cox. Um, <laughs> uh, any relation for, to Charlie? No. Known for uh, he's in Ted as guy number two. <laughs> he's Hawkeye in the Avengers: Earth Mightiest Heroes, the animated show. Yo, he's George he's, W. Bush in Family Guy. He's Deadshot in Batman: Arkham Origins. So he's a voice actor. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 But he voices Jeter. I think he does quite a bit of like random voices in Bojack, if I remember correctly. But yeah, it was not actually Derek Jeter. I will say though, we haven't seen a lot of it, but as the show gets more popular and goes on, you will see actors playing themselves in the yeah, show. Okay. So um there's one in particular that's absolutely insane that i can't wait to get to because you're gonna go wait seriously this guy did this <laughs> um there's a couple yo, like that actually yo he was in kotor 2 well that's all you needed he was lutra i remember lutra your your favorite actor now yeah big fan of chris cox the guy that voices Derek jeter in okay. yeah <laughs> uh, anyway the episode ends with bojack he, they he, they end up at the bar and they chummed dad and they're just sitting there watching the game and drinking and then Bojack tries to help by saying Diane's not a big shot she she lives for free with her rich boyfriend she's a ghostwriter she's not even gonna have her name on the book and he goes uh. Bojack helping <laughs> and she's she goes into a fit of rage she starts smashing <laughs> bottles uh, and her family kind of reacts in the way where they've seen this before. Mm-hmm. You know, from Dee Dee, as they call her. Yeah. And she drives away to the dump that she used to look at the stars at, and her and Bojack have a moment where... Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Now yeah. that makes that seem so much funnier, because I forgot at the beginning she said that she used to go alone to the dump and gaze at yeah. the stars. Well, and that's how Bojack knew where she was, <laughs> yeah, right? Because yeah, she said yeah. that. So they, they go there, and, you know, he kind of apologizes, and they have a nice moment, and that's when the chum bucket spills. <laughs> and I love that he says... 
Closure is a made-up thing by Steven Spielberg to sell movie tickets. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and I actually, we didn't talk about this, but... I have a lot of notes from the beginning still that we kind of we went but, over that I was going to so come back to. It's interesting that he says that, right? Yeah. Because if you go back to the flashback scene he had with his dad when he reminisces about being an only child, uh-huh. his dad says imaginary friends <laughs> were... We're made up by what does he say? We're made up by. He's saying, I have a written. I have a written down, written down immediately. Okay. And he goes, "Imaginary friends are freeloaders invented by communists to rip off welfare." Right. So it's it's such a Bojack is so much like his dad in ways that you wouldn't he wouldn't even think about, right? And they they do a lot of that connective tissue like that where they it, the, he. I mean, obviously, it's voiced. They're both voiced by Will Arnett, right? So it's yeah. meant to be, you know. But the the fact that he has similar mannerisms and and things like that, I just think is really interesting and a good detail of the show. I think BoJack's father is my favorite character on the show. Yeah, it, it it's like um, this is a Kingdom Hearts reference, and I know some of you come from my <laughs> Kingdom Hearts podcast, but it's like Kingdom Haley Joel Osment being Vanitas and Sora, <laughs> right? It's like when he's the dad, he just gets to be the most deranged, unhinged version of this character. You know, not that not that Bojack to Sora is a great analogy, but no, he, he, I see a lot of Bojack and Sora. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like it's like he, the, the voice actor really gets to have fun with it and really just say nonsense things, you know, and he has said, you know, early on, he's kind of carried the show a little bit. You're right. A lot of the quotes that we've referenced have been from him. Uh, like for for real, I think my favorite quote of the entire show so far and because it's the one that sticks with me. Is when he's like, "Are you gonna go around the horn like a like a gentleman, or through this the pa- uh, Panama Canal like a Democrat?" <laughs> yep, yep, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Although imaginary friends or freeloaders invented by communists to rip off welfare is also another very. And good then he one. then he adds, "Why don't you go do something <laughs> useful like beat your head against the wall until you're not so stupid?" <laughs> I also really like uh, when Diana's like, "I used to dream of waking up as Chelsea Clinton." <laughs> But with my hair, yeah, which is why I thought the blue hair was intentional. No, it, they just use it to accent the black, so it yeah, doesn't yeah. look, you know. So because it's like in the light, it looks lighter than it is. But you can't have a lighter black, right? Yeah. Then it's just gray. So then it looks like they're all old that have gray highlights or whatever, right? So they go with blue, but it, it's not a perfect solution. Yeah, I'm gonna keep working my way backwards through my notes. Well, I'm going to go a little bit forward. First of all, the uh, the idea of her like being like, here's a kaleidoscope to play with. And he's like, yep. a kaleido- oh, shapes and colors, the likes of which I've never seen. Yeah. <laughs> like, but then going um, backwards. Uh, well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. There's one last thing in the episode we should okay. say before we go backwards. And okay. that's as they're getting to the airport, oh, setting yes. up for the next episode, Bojack calls Herb. Kazaz, who helped, who created yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the horse and around show, and has rectum cancer. I think it is. I, I something like that. I, I really like that this show keeps reminding you of these things because, like, I'd forgotten about those over. I'd forgotten about a lot of the overarching subplots mm-hmm. because it's been a couple months. But immediately dropping back into this episode, it pretty much reminds you of every single one. Which right. is good, I think. The show, this is where the show really starts to pick up with those overarching things and we start moving forward into them. And in the same token, which we didn't say with the B plot, Todd ends up in prison. 
And yeah, so is that going to continue? A lot of shows would go, oh, yeah, he got out. No, the next episode of the show, Todd will be in prison still. Oh, okay. It's a a little bit of an arc there, right? Interesting. Uh, So they don't, don't, like, a family guy would just sweep that, or a Simpsons, they'd sweep that under the rug, right? I expected him to be out next episode. Right, because that's that's kind of what you do what you expect from these kind of shows but no he is uh he is going to be in prison so those are the two threads that they're kind of pushing to the next episode and the show starts to do that now instead of just being like a sitcom or a um mm-hmm. you know like a, a almost a sketch comedy show at times it, it it starts to connect these episodes so it's uh it's really cool anyway yeah let's work back through your notes so i really like uh when they're in the car he says i'm not really good with funerals or death or families, or feelings, or people, and I just, I, every so often, Bojack will say something, and I've said this multiple times on this podcast, where you're like, oh, I relate to that, and it's like, I shouldn't, because it's Bojack saying it, you know, Bojack is like the best, uh, (laughs) the best, like, encouragement to get therapy, because as soon as he starts saying stuff that you find that you relate to, you're like, oh, no, he can't be saying that, you know? Right, <laughs> You're right. like, oh, no. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of that anti-hero thing that we run into a lot where, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone like Deadpool, right? Yeah, yeah. Or the Joker is a better example probably. And people idolize it because they're, they, there are things about them that are relatable, yeah, but it's stuck in this shell of things that are insane, right? <laughs> yeah, like it, it's stuck in this shell of what uh, no person in the world should ever think that, right? Or at least voice it if they did think it. Like, and, but then in, on the inside, you have these relatable things that you go, "Oh, this is a human," and that's how you know he's a really well-written character, right? Yeah, uh, and 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 that's one of the things I really appreciate about the show. We have to go to New York one day to the stairs that the Joker dances down. And I want you to dress up in like an inflatable horse costume and just Bojack Horseman <laughs> and dance. Bojack yeah. Horseman dance the stairs. Yeah. Okay. We can do that back. In- oh no. We, the, the theme song would be perfect for that. That kind of music, the, mm-hmm. the, the theme kind of would fit perfectly for you dancing down those stairs. Yeah. Why don't wait? Why am I dancing down the stairs? Why aren't you dancing down the stairs? Because I'm just the you're the you're the teacher, right? I'm the student. Okay, I think you we know? both need to dance down. The, you can dress like Todd. Oh, dress like Todd. I'll dance behind. And then you. we'll yeah, dance down the go. stairs. Yeah. There you go. Um, I really, really love this subplot about the penguin. I can't remember what his name is. Patton Oswalt. Isn't that Patton Oswalt? Pinky the penguin. Pinky the penguin. Thank you. It's better for everyone's kneecaps if I stay out of California. <laughs> so was that set up in the previous episodes that I and well, I've forgotten? I'm pretty sure originally they were meeting with him in California. They were. I, I know. I, just, right. I didn't know if we had seen previously him I think get they're into just trouble. Im- I think they're just implying that he's broke. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't he, know like, if we'd seen like him meeting yeah, with people or something. I don't you know? think it's it's anything specific other than he's probably borrowed a lot of money from people yeah. and is in trouble. Like yeah. I think that's the idea. And I love how he's like, I'm worried about him, dude. I'm really worried about him because he's like, there's this bump, but who needs health sh- insurance anyways? <laughs> and right. I'm like... Are you, are you okay? And then he says, call us, but hang up after one ring and I'll call you back from the phone booth. My wife and I are living in. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dude, I'm not. I'm worried about Pinky the Penguin. Hey, you should be worried about Pinky the Penguin, honestly. <laughs> I, I really, I want him to be okay, dude. I, I want to protect him, but he's, he's not okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any saving Pinky the Penguin at this point. <laughs> there is no saving. What is that? There's no saving you. Yeah, that's what Young Xehanort says, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, let's bring Kingdom Hearts back in. All right. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. I just let's whenever, whenever I hear there's no saving anybody, I just think of Young Xehanort because that's a really yeah. good line delivery. I know people don't like Young Xehanort, but anyways, um, I also loved the scene in the airport where he's like. <laughs> he's like he's trying to get through and it's because of the flask or whatever he can't get through and he he finally gets rid of it and then he goes through again and he's like it goes off again and he's like oh it might be this and he pulls out a gun and <laughs> everybody freaks out he's like calm down it's just a lighter and then it's like it's not like just a lighter it's like a flamethrower <laughs> yeah it's, it's not just a lighter it's a f- flamethrower also he says during that scene he 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 wants him to get rid of the bourbon he has, and he says, "If this bourbon was a person, it's so old I would have stopped having sex with it a year ago." <laughs> which is just one of the most fucked up things he said. Jesus Christ, dude! I oh my god! I also just really liked way later we saw like a, a bird land on a phone line, and that was funny. Uh, those are all my notes on the episode, though. Uh, one last note I had, which okay. I think we we've talked about most of the jokes, and so I don't know that we need to do like our favorite bit or whatever because we've talked about them. I'm still gonna say. Oh. My favorite bit fuck you okay okay cool i gotta make it sure it stands out above the others one last thing that i caught this time because i'd recently watched the elvis movie that i hadn't caught before is mm-hmm. that bojack's dad is holding up a newspaper when bojack's talking to him and the headline is nixon meets the king and it's a picture of richard nixon shaking the hand of a hound dog <laughs> and then the one below it, it says recipes for peanut butter and banana sandwiches exchanged so it's like in this world elvis is actually a hound dog that's very good. And I liked it. So no, no, that is a very good bit. I didn't even notice that. Uh, I will say what my, cause I want to make sure that I, I want to make sure that these jokes are held up above the rest. Uh, my favorite animal based joke was the Airbud international airport. Um, I don't know if you have one that you want to pick out above the rest. I mean, I, I guess the Elvis one is probably cause one that, is... That, that one hit me different this time because it, I didn't, I never realized it before. My favorite bit overall, uh, Maybe the family being kind of stuck in like the 80s, 90s. I don't know if there was a bunch in this. I don't know if there was like a bit in this episode that like repeated enough times for me to be like really into it. Yeah, I I, I would say my favorite bit is the whole Affleck conversation. Okay. Okay. Because because of course they're they're because like you said they're stuck in the past. They would refer to Ben Affleck as the daredevil himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So well, that that's probably which- my favorite bit. It's even funnier because when did this come out again? What year? 2014. So it would have been in the past even then, right? Yeah. Because Daredevil was what, 2008? Depending on when... I'm, I'm trying to think about how... Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to think about how long it took them to like make this show. I'm trying to think if he had been announced as Batman yet. Oh, because no Because that would... Uh, he was announced as Batman pretty early. I don't think so, though. I... I, I no, that was 2003. That Daredevil came out. Holy shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are you sure? That's. I just looked it up on IMDb. When was Elektra? Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, Elektra was 2005. I was like, was that one 2008? I was like, one of them was 2008. But no, neither of them were. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I was because I was thinking it's funny to refer to him as Daredevil when he would have been like known as Batman at this point. But I guess they might not have announced him yet. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that would have been pretty early. Uh, and my favorite quote of the episode is, uh, 
Imaginary friends of freeloaders invented by communists to rip off welfare. It's just really good. I I guess my favorite quote and favorite bit are interchangeable because there's there's the Ben Affleck eats grapes conversation and then there's the in your face pa in your face forever <laughs> I really like and I, I didn't mention this but the guy sitting on the stairs the brother sitting on the stairs pours his fucking beer on the floor as he's saying it you know like <laughs> pouring does, one out does. for him it's the black sheep too right that pours it out no the black sheep says oh. the line but the oh, other okay. brother sitting on the stairs pours it out <laughs> yeah no this this is like uh, what, what would you say on this episode overall this is a good episode probably not my favorite so far but it's good yeah, I really like what it did for Diane's character. Yeah. Um, well, because we didn't mention this, but during the Pinky Penguin conversation, she tell, goes to take the phone call, and Bojack yeah. mentions to him, hey, she's not damaged enough to cover my story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's quickly proven wrong. Yeah. And that that's kind of the point of the episode, which is it's nice when an episode gives you kind of its mission statement in the beginning, you know? Yeah, I really, I, yeah, I liked this episode. I don't think it's, it's definitely not my favorite of the ones we've covered. But yeah, no, I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. I, I um, think the stuff for Diane is, the, is the best part of it. Yeah, and it's important to set up what's happening next. Um, mm-hmm. I will say the next episode, Sean, is titled okay. "Our A Story Is a D Story." Wait, is it really? That is the next, ep- the the next, uh, the next episode. Our A story is a D story, and this is a very good episode. This is proud. This is like one of the beloved episodes of BoJack okay. Horseman in the community, from what I know. And I and it, to me too, it's a really good episode. And I think that's that'll be our halfway point for the first season, right? Um, I don't know. I got I away think so, from yeah. the six page. of twelve. Yep, six of twelve. So we'd be halfway through when we're done with that. Um, but yeah, so I guess I hope you guys will please look forward to that. Uh, yeah. Sean, I don't I don't remember how we sign off this show. Neither do I. I, I assume we like tell people to go listen to stuff. I think um, you tried to you tried to tell me to sing the song the back in the '90s song, but I don't know if that works. Anyway, yeah, yeah Sean, where can people find you and what do you got going on? Uh, well, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. The big thing I've got going on when this is coming out is we're starting season three of Speak the Word or season four of Speak the Word. Sorry, I forgot we did a little book there in between for season two. Uh, so if you guys like to hear epic fantasy stories recounted to you secondhand, uh, go listen to speak the words as we start the third book in the stormlight archive. Um, other than that, uh, th- when this show is airing, there will be eight episodes of second breakfast on, uh, the, uh, on the, on the serious by Getty bros, YouTube channel that will, that will be out, which is, uh, Jason and I covering the Lord of the Rings on Amazon prime show. So, Rings of Power, season Rings one. Rings of Power, yes. Uh, and that's that's been going really well. So that'll all be out by the time this comes out. And uh, you guys should definitely go listen to those. Uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at SpikeGettyBros. Um, and you can find us on twitch.tv slash SuperSpikeGettyBros. And obviously the Ansem Report podcast is the podcast that started all for us. It's every Friday. Uh, Kingdom Hearts podcast if you're into that and we got a lot of different shit going on I'm not going to say it all but just come check us out on Twitter and that's where you'll find most of it so thank you guys for listening I remember what it is I remember what it is Sean we say suck a dick dumb shits oh yeah because <laughs> Diane says that in this episode too it's like a, it's like a bit right I'm just going to say alright guys thank you so much for listening and watching we will see you next week with the next episode Suck a dick, dumb shits. Bye.
Oh, I'm going to go. 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 Oh, I'm going to go.